Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. Join Tyler and his team as they unlock the secrets to achieving financial independence through wealth building strategies inspired by Robert Kiyosaki and other thought provoking leaders. Learn to build leveraged streams of cash flow that land in your pocket and improve your quality of life. Gain access to cutting-edge ideas that will increase your productivity and streamline your success. Find out how to supercharge your retirement plan so you won't have to retire with a pay cut. You can escape the rat race. Are you ready? It's time to Learn to Earn with Tyler Chef. Welcome to the Cashflow Guys podcast. It's that time again. We are here for another episode and we are going to learn to earn. And I know for a fact you are going to earn if you take action from this episode. Today, I've got a guest with me. I've got Amy Kirsch. She is from Realty Shares. Uh, we, Amy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. Now, you, Realty Shares, is something I've known enough about it to be dangerous, but and uh, so I need to know more. And I'm hoping that at the end of this episode, we can walk away with a good education. And as we talked about, uh, my listeners know that we raise capital from private investors to buy multifamily assets and then hold them for the long term. That's our particular strategy. But in looking at your website, it seems like you are basically the the source for the online version of, of what we do kind of to some degree. Is that correct? Yes, very much so. Okay. Tell me a little bit more about that. I'm a, I'm an investor. I'm kind of new getting started here. I don't know what, I don't want to invest on my own. I'm, I'm a little nervous of going and taking on a project. Let's say a single family house. It looks like I'm just happen to be on your website right now. You've got seven investments that are open on the screen that I'm looking at and, and looks like these little single family houses, for example, I know you've got both single family and commercial how does it work? What's step one for me as a new user, as a coming in as an, from the, as the investor, the guy with the money? Absolutely. So you come on as an investor onto our platform. And like you mentioned, there's going to be a wide variety of investing opportunities. What can be interesting from a real teacher's perspective is that where if you are a little nervous or just dipping your toe into the water, you're able to make a much smaller investment than you normally would be able to when buying property on your own. So for example, some of our residential debt offerings have an investment minimum as low as $2,000 and our commercial properties sometimes as low as 5,000. So it's certainly an accessible entry point from our from our perspective. And then you get the ability, you have the accessibility to our entire team, which is an investments team, an asset management team. So when you're going out there on your own, you're relying a lot on your own expertise. But here you have the expertise of 105 people at Realty Shares to go and do that diligence and ongoing management on your behalf. Nice. So this kind of, for lack of a better term, kind of dummy proofs that you, you already have the team of professionals. You guys are doing the work. You allow, if I just want to come in with a, a five, 10 grand, whatever. I don't have uh, enough to invest with a, a big syndicate or something like that. You'll actually answer the phone, <laughs> which is cool. Is that's that exactly right. Yes, that's exactly right. So what we found is, especially if you're looking to make a, a smaller, even if you're looking to make a larger investment, if you're a bar, if you're a part of a larger pool, you can be overlooked and it can be difficult to get a sponsor's attention. And that's what we're here to be is 
doing that pre-vetting process for you, being an ongoing communication point for you so you know what's going on with your investment. And then my team specifically, I work on the investor services team. I, I lead the team here and we have a support team and a sales team that's here to work with investors answer their questions, get them comfortable with real estate, sometimes even as an asset class, they've never invested in real estate before. So when somebody comes in new to this whole thing and, and they're trying to figure out what is their return, do you give them any guidance in that regard? Or is that something they kind of go have to show up already prepared to know what you want, so to speak? So as far as returns, there's different return profiles for the different products that we offer. What I like to tell investors is it's important for you to really understand what you're investing in. So if you're looking, if you're interested in cash flow, then an income producing property might make more sense for you. And then we're going to present the property for you for your full with appraisals and metrics. So you can really go and understand what you're investing in before you go ahead and put your money to work. And then we're here to provide guidance along the way as well. So we would never recommend, we want you to do your own due diligence as well on top of the information that we're providing. So in essence, I come in, I've got some idea of, I, I noticed that when I logged in, I had to go through a period of a QA and a uh, where you asked some questions and I gave answers as to kind of to get an idea of what my investor identity is. So now you're only showing me investments that fit within those parameters, correct? So that's not exactly true. What that original onboarding information is for is that we are in a in a regulated industry. So we have some compliance standards that we need to meet. First, we need to ensure that you're an accredited investor. So you may have noticed some questions about your net worth and income. Correct. And then, and then from there, it's understanding your suitability for this kind of investment. You can be a wealthy individual, but not have any, have a very low risk tolerance. This probably wouldn't make sense for you then because they're highly illiquid investments and they can, uh, they're non-transferable. So it's a bit different from stocks and that way. Right. That being said, for those for that aspect of illiquidity and being a little more risky, you're going to have the trade-off where you're going to get, or in a beneficial way, where you're going to earn more potential returns. So that trade-off is to your benefit, but you have to understand those risks when investing with us. That makes total sense. So I know the listeners are, are probably wondering, we've talked about, they listen to the show, they know the difference between an accredited investor and someone who's not accredited. We talked about that with our syndication attorney, but the next question I kind of have along those lines is what about the guy that's not accredited or the girl that has, they still have that small package of money. They got 15,000. Is there a product available on your site for them? Or is this strictly tied to accredited investors only? Yes. For right now, we only work with accredited investors. And I will say there's a lot of marketplaces out there that do work with non-accredited, but for us at this time and offering these direct private placements, we've found that the easiest way to transact is with accredited investors. And because of the compliance reasons I mentioned before, it's, it's the path of least resistance for both sides. Interesting. Very interesting. So you say right here, and you've quoted this before, there's no substitute for experience. Um, how do you... Is there a way that as an investor, I'm coming into your site, I'm going to invest. Can I see the experience of, is there a resume or anything submitted of the person that I'd be, or the company I'd be funding? For example, I saw this, there's one company, let's call it Tom's Real Estate Capital. They're advertised on your site. They're looking for, I don't know, a million dollars, whatever, in $10,000 increments. Can I, is there some way I can look on their, on your website and kind of get a good feel for their experience or how does that work? 
Yes, it's a great question. And so what, part of what we're trying to accomplish is providing this full, as much material as possible to help you understand what you're investing in prior to submitting your investment diligence and, and, and giving us capital. So that means that we're giving you the track record of the sponsor or the borrower. And additionally, we're presenting geographic information. What are the economic conditions we're expecting in the future for these offerings? We're going to run you through some of the risks associated with investing in this kind of offering. Let's say it's a retail investment. What are the pros and cons of this? And then what has a sponsor done in the past that looks similar to this deal? What is their what has their performance been? So all that's going to be presented on the offering page. Okay. All right. So you get, you get a full snapshot or I shouldn't say a snapshot, but a good picture of exactly what's going on, what's going on with the asset, what's going on with the individual uh, sponsor, that type of thing. That said, it, it, does this apply to people with retirement plans as well? Can somebody with an IRA or something, a self-directed IRA come in and invest with your company through this type of portal or yeah, I'm so glad you asked that because oftentimes people aren't aware of being able to use their retirement accounts to invest in real estate in this manner. And we work with a wide variety of custodians and we found that a lot of our clients are really happy to have another avenue to invest their retirement assets, especially in real estate that, like we mentioned before, might be income producing and that's and that's difficult to find oftentimes in the traditional stock market. And so yes, we we have self-directed IRAs. Some people use our 401ks to invest directly in these properties, sure. Now you talk about I want to back up just a little bit. You talk about in the past and I've said this as well, but I want to hear your your input on it. A lot of people call and they say, "Well, you know, I can do this myself. I can do all this myself. I don't need to go with a syndicator. I don't need to go with a, a platform." I can just go find some guy at a RIA meeting. I can buy my own house and flip it. What do you say to people like that that are having those thoughts? Well, I say most of our investors are made up from people who decided that that was really hard work. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a lot more than you think. Yeah, it sounds easy from the onset and, and maybe it is one or two, but how are you going to do that in mass? And more importantly, how are you going to diversify? If you're going to perform on the asset yourself and go find something and do the complete the fix and flip or in some, I mean, you need a lot of uh, assets to purchase a commercial property. So where are you going to be able to accumulate the assets to do that? There's a lot of uh, variables that go into this. And I think what you'll find with realty shares is that you can invest in a debt property. You can invest in a commercial property. You can invest in a residential property. You get the diversity that you need where you might be only able to purchase one property on your own. So that's a really important part of working with us. And then you don't have to worry about is your contractor doing the right thing? Do you need to find a property management company? You have people that's all it's outsourcing. Yeah, I think to some degree, and, and I, I'd be curious what you think about this. I don't believe people value their time sometimes when they think that, well, I'm just going to go do all this myself and I'll make a, I don't know, a 20% return doing it all myself. When I, and I think that they don't leverage their into that equation. Well, what's your hourly rate? Kind of like the people that say, I'm not going to put list property management in my cash flow analysis because I'm going to manage it myself. 
And my right. first question usually is, so why are you doing this for free? <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, I, you know, I, I've worked with investors before who have said the same thing. They don't value their own time and then they don't realize how much time it's actually going to take. And for that time, could it be better send? Is there a time value of money that they're not bringing into the equation? Exactly. How does a company like Realty Shares get paid in this equation? So I bring in $10,000. I'm an accredited investor. I invest in this house deal that I'm looking at or this apartment building that I'm looking at on your website. So that money goes to the investor. Obviously there's some sort of fee or you wouldn't be doing it. How do you, how does your company get paid in that? Yes. So we do charge fees. Yes. That's how we make money. But it's important to note that we're a really low fee provider in this space. We charge an origination fee upfront to list the deal and complete the underwriting and then on the other side, for the ongoing asset management and servicing, we charge investors a typically around a 1% asset management fee. So we charge the sponsor or the borrower on one side and then the investor on the other side. But compared to our competitors, it's significantly lower than you'd see in a public read. And sometimes syndicates take carry uh, a piece of the, of the um, promotion. So, you, so we are a very low fee provider. That's cool. That makes sense. And I know a lot of the, lot of the, the uh, listeners are going to love that fact because one of the things that drives me crazy about the stock market is, and it doesn't seem fair, it, on the real estate side, everybody has to disclose everything, all their fees, as we well should, and there should be full disclosure. And I'm sure like your company and, and us, we disclose everything. We do a private placement memorandum, all of the paperwork, everything that goes into that. There's no no hiding anything. But you go to the stock market and you're wondering why the stockbroker's wearing a $5,000 suit and, you know, being in a chauffeur-driven Mercedes, and you're trying to figure that out on your little website, not your website, but I mean the uh, the portal to the stock market, whatever website you're buying stocks in, Why they don't have to seem to disclose anything, or at least if they do, I can't find it in the small print there, but I like the fact that companies like yours are very transparent. There's nothing hidden. You, you can see it very clearly what's involved and people understand of course you get everybody's got to eat you have to get a fee the sponsor of the investment has to obviously collect a fee it's very transparent as compared to the stock market i know you have talked in the past about uh comparing the two to investing in the stock market real estate as compared to the stock market but do you see a big difference do you see that sometimes investors will come to you after being involved with a company like realty shares where everything is so transparent Everything is on the up and up. There's no question over what's going on because it's very clear and very upfront. They come from the stock market. Are they in a little bit of shock sometimes of the difference? And more importantly, how much more actually winds up in their account at the when it's all said and done? I think absolutely. I think there's transparency up front is certainly something making sure we outline the fees, making sure investors understand what they're going to be receive, what they're projected to receive into their accounts. But yeah, I think there's, there's a lot of that. And also like we talked about earlier, investors aren't used to having accessibility to this kind of investment in the past. So between the two, I think we've really been able to work with a wide variety of people and they're pleased with what we've been able to present to them for a, a low entry point, trans, transparency about who you're working with, ongoing management of the investments. There's a lot that we come into play. There can be, and it's not just transactional. We're there with you when you start and we're there with you when you stop and when the deal is exited. So I go through, I come in through the website, I go through the vetting process. I'm a little nervous. Can I call somebody? 
Is that, can somebody get on the phone with me? Do you have investment counselors that can help me kind of answer my questions or is it all completely web-based or how's that work? Yeah. So a really important part of RealShares that I think really sets us apart from a lot of the other people in this space is that we have a team dedicated to working with investors. And that's my team. And there are seven of us that are here to answer the phone, to get any questions you might have. And I really and I really pride myself and my team on being responsive in a timely manner. We want people to feel like we're not just someone behind an internet website, but that we're a relationship-based company and that we have experience. I personally worked in financial advising before, as did a few members of my team. So we understand how to speak to investors, understand what their risk tolerance may be, and then help help assuage some of their fears. Or if the, if the platform isn't suitable, then helping them there too. We're just trying to be as clear as possible about matching what their objectives are with what we have to offer. That's awesome. So on the flip side of that, let's change hats for a second. Now I'm the guy that, well, you know, I could make a million dollars in real estate if I just had the money to buy some real estate and I don't have two nickels to rub together and I'm going to go flip a house. What is step two for me? What can your company do for me, if anything? If you're looking to raise financing, you mean? Correct. I'm a new guy starting out. Yeah. Is there an opportunity for a new guy starting out that doesn't have any necessarily proven track record, but uh, is kind of just getting started? Is there opportunity there? Do you, what would I need to do to get going? Yes. So there is some opportunity. I'll tell you, we do factor in quite heavily experience. It doesn't have to be extensive experience on the fix and flip side, but then some other factors are going to become even more important. So your credit score, a background check, and the liquidity that you have personally, how much you're willing of your own capital to put up up front is going to weigh into whether or not we're going to do the deal. So those they're kind of offsetting when we're looking at onboarding new borrowers onto the platform. Okay. So if I've got this house, let's say it's a hundred thousand dollar house, you would be looking for me as the, as the owner of this property or the future owner of this property to have some, some financial skin in the game. Is that correct? Absolutely. It's really important to us that we have the very best deals on our platform and that the sponsor or borrower are also committed to the deal. So that one way of affecting that is by committing their own capital and absolutely will require that in order to do business with us. That's it. That's, that's actually a great policy because I, and the, the problem is part of the problem with our industry and the rehab perspective is that a lot of times hard money lenders don't hard money lenders don't require skin in the game or at least they allow leverage to skin in the game. So when we come down to having some capital involved in a deal, can it be borrowed money or does it have to be actually hard cash or, or what does that look like or does it matter? Is it a case by case type thing or how's that? What's that look like? It has to be either the borrower's money or someone within the entity. It cannot be borrowed capital to put the equity into the deal. Okay, good. So the next step, then I would go to your website. I'm, I'm going to do a deal. I, do I have to already have a deal under contract? Do I start out this vetting process? How far in advance should I do this vetting process? So we have the ability to transact pretty quickly on that side, seven to 10 business days. And we can start before you have a deal in hand, if you're close to make sure that the deal lines up with what we'd be able to in, in order to be able to provide you with the capital. But oftentimes we have people with a deal in hand and we can, like I said, we're able to underwrite the deal pretty quickly. So we can give you a yes or no much quicker than a, than traditional financing. Are you seeing lately the person that's looking to do a deal, 
yeah. uh, that's looking for capital are do a lot of people start the process and kind of drop out when they realize it's work i've i've run across that on my side where you know people they do some work towards gaining capital and then shortly after they realize that oh well you actually have to do work to do this <laughs> you, <laughs> you have to do due diligence you know, i got to provide all this due diligence stuff well i'm bored now i'm going to go off and play with somebody else's toys do you run into that much it's kind of what we talked about on the investor side, right? So you think it all sounds all sunshine and roses and then, oh, you have to go get title and do all this. Yeah. So we do see that occasionally. I'd say we're working with people, like I mentioned earlier, for the most part, who have significant experience. So they kind of know what needs to what they need to do in order to get the job done. Right. Certainly on the commercial side with the bigger properties, that never happens where they the deal just dies because they decide it's too much work. It could die because of the negotiation or pricing, but not not for that reason. Well with that I primarily mean like just getting set up with you. In other words, getting oh. getting vetted and all that. Sometimes for some people, believe it or not, that's a painful process. Me, I love that it's a painful process because that eliminates a lot of my competition. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. And and you're right. So yes, and when we, especially when we have people who are new or are just coming to it and think it will be really easy and, you know, we'll just come and hand them cash. Then we see a lot of dropout because of that. And we have less than 5% acceptance rate on deals. So you're really going to have to put work to, to, in order to get capital. Well, I'm glad, actually glad it's that way because and it is a well should. And one thing I love about dealing with IRA, uh, IRAs personally, when I'm raising capital is the fact that there's a compliance department and they have strict rules in certain way that things are going to be done, which we, our team has no problem doing all that. We're set up for that. But the guy that's just doing his first deal or doesn't have any experience or could potentially put that investor's capital at risk usually loses interest when they realize that, oh my goodness, I got to do all this work. Next thing you know, they're, they're dropping off the face of the earth and we don't have much competition, which is a beautiful thing. So... Yes, I agree completely. And we, I found custodians also to be really conscientious of investor capital. And so we enjoy that as well, right? It's a good protection for them. I'm looking out for investors also. So it works. We, we work very well together in that capacity. Yeah, it is. And sometimes the, the account holders get a little miffed. They're like, geez, I wish this process took, you know, could be faster. And I remind them, it's like, look, they're out there looking out for you. They're making sure that your capital is as safe as it can possibly be. They're taking the steps to do the due diligence for you to some degree. You know? I'm so glad you said that. You can come talk to our investors any day and tell them because <laughs> I, I hear that constantly and I think, no, it's good. Well, I just think, you know, the real estate game is an emotional one, although we try to pretend it's not. It, it, it's very emotional. And, and one of the reasons I got into multifamily is that somebody tried to convince me that there was less emotion in the larger multifamily than there was in residential. And let me tell you, that person was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, because they can uh, people can definitely get impatient. I'm sure as you realize they're, well, I need the money now. I need the money now. I need the money now. Speaking of which, uh, you're talking about you can do a deal in just a couple of weeks. Yes, we can. And, and that's one of the efficiency is something we really pride ourselves on, on both sides. And we're building technology out to be even more efficient capital. So getting investor capital to work quicker, uh, having sponsors receive capital faster. It's all an ecosystem working together for efficiency in the marketplace. Now, are all your deals quick turnaround fix and flip type thing or are these some of these also some long-term stuff i see you got some businesses in here and some other stuff it's kind of soup to nuts isn't it 
Yeah. So we have, we have the residential deals. Those will be on the shorter terms and shorter terms in terms of time horizon. And on the longer side, you'll see, we offer multifamily apartment buildings that kind of have a three to five year time horizon where the sponsor is going to come in and likely rehab, add some sort of value and then either refinance or sell the property. That's a very typical offering we have on the platform. Interesting. Well, before we wrap up, do you have any tips for the the new investor, someone that's kind of getting started for the very first time? I do. So I think it's important to understand what your investment objectives are. We have a wide variety of investment offerings, as we discussed before. Uh, It's important to diversify your portfolio. That's what we're here to help you do through geography, through different products and through different asset classes. And then I recommend talking to my team. They're extraordinarily knowledgeable. They're here to guide you through the process. And uh, once you have done that, I think you have a really great way to access a very diversified real estate portfolio, unlike anywhere else you'd find. Well, that's pretty awesome. So, Amy, I appreciate you taking the time. I know you're real busy. You probably got your phone ringing off the hook. And getting uh, Those investors want to get that capital moving. Uh, talking about interest rates are going up and investors want to do more deals and, and people with cash want to get their, keep their money moving. So I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to join us. And uh, It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's going to wrap this week's episode of the Cashflow Guys podcast. But before you go, I want to remind you about the Cashflow Blueprint. That is the Beginner's Guide to Real Estate Investing. That is our entry-level course put out. But it was a collaborative effort between myself and Larry Harbold. Larry wrote that course, and then we put it together, digitized it, and we're distributing it now. That is available by going to cashflowguys.com forward slash my first deal. If you want to reach out to Amy, I'll make sure that I have her contact information for her and her team in the show notes. So please reach out to her if you have questions, if you got capital and you're looking to invest, if you're an accredited investor, by all means, reach out to Amy and see if you can she can help you get your, your capital in line and getting it to work. And of course, if you are an investor that's willing to do things the right way, you are looking for a source of capital. I think you found it. Reach out to Realty Shares and take your investing to the next level. So with that, we will catch up with you next time. This concludes today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn. Head over to CashflowGuys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more powerful tips and ideas so you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.